The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. You've heard it since about 10 o'clock this morning that the federal government is banning 1,500 assault-style weapons. Today, we are closing the market for military-grade assault weapons in Canada. We are banning 1,500 models and variants of these firearms by way of regulations. These weapons were designed for one purpose and one purpose only, to kill the largest number of people in the shortest amount of time. There will be an amnesty period for people to give up their weapons and a buyback program will be put in place. But as of today, you can no longer use most assault rifles in the country. The prime minister says he understands most gun owners in Canada are law-abiding. The vast majority of gun owners use them safely, responsibly, and in accordance with the law, whether it be for work, sport shooting, for collecting, or for hunting. But you don't need an AR-15 to bring down a deer. The guns will be completely banned in Canada as of April 2022, but you can still uh, sell or export your assault rifle until then. Bill Blair is Canada's Minister of Public Safety and former Police Chief of Toronto. They're announcing an immediate ban on over 1,500 models of assault-style firearms. And effective immediately, these newly banned firearms cannot be legally used, sold, or imported in our country. And as of today, the market for assault weapons in Canada is closed. Enough is enough. And we are ending the proliferation of these weapons and the militarization of our society. Stricter controls on firearms were a promise of the Liberals' election uh, campaign platform last fall. The federal government says they believe about uh, 100,000 that uh, people own more than 100,000 assault rifles across the country. Canadians deserve to live in a society where they can be safe and secure. And people from coast to coast have been clear. We cannot risk another shooting at a school or a place of worship or another attack on police officers or on women or on innocent Canadians anywhere in this country. So reports suggest among the weapons that will be outlawed are the AR-15, the M4, the M14, the M16 assault rifle rifles. Other weapons believed to be on that list include the Ruger Mini-14, as well as um, carbines like the CZ Scorpion, the Breda CX-4 Storm, and Swiss Arms Classic Green. So again, if you own an assault rifle in Canada, you have two years to get rid of it. More details on the list of guns and how the amnesty program will will work and will uh, how it will work will be unveiled in days to come. Now, it's interesting. Uh, some new polling that was done today by Angus Reid suggests most of you support this move. Shachi Curl is the executive director of the Angus Reid Institute. She joins us this afternoon. Shachi, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. All right. Actually, it was interesting. I read the uh, op-ed that you wrote in the Ottawa Citizen today, and you asked you, you asked uh, the headline in it says, um, wondering why the Liberals didn't implement the ban on military assault rifles sooner. Um, it, it would appear that they would have the support of uh, most of the population, given what your survey results show. So this isn't new. Uh, people often think, well, you know, the, the survey came out today. We 
were in the field polling Canadians, including <laughs> Albertans, uh, this week. Uh, it must be some sort of um, bump in public support as a result of the, the tragedy. And really, I mean, it's more than a tragedy, the mass murder in Nova Scotia. Indeed, the truth of it is we put the question to Canadians a year ago. And a year ago, the level of support for banning assault rifles, assault-style, military-style rifles and weapons that are really just aimed at, at bringing down people, not for the purposes of hunting, not for the purposes of, of you know, shooting a handgun at, at the range under a controlled environment, but really for violence, is something that gun owners, former gun owners, conservative voters, people in Quebec, people in Alberta, people in BC and Ontario, all support. And indeed, the level of support is quite significant because you see nearly two thirds in this country actually strongly support it. So, uh, yeah, it it does sort of um, prompt the question of why did it take so long? Because Mm. unlike a handgun ban or other laws aimed at tightening or restricting access to firearms, this one in the minds of Canadians really has been something of a no-brainer. Uh, Shachi, was there any pushback at all on this? I'm guessing that there were some uh, gun owners out there who are uh, not impressed. Indeed, you do have um, a contingent of current gun owners who are split on the issue. So uh, just slightly more than half say they're not happy about it, they oppose it, and about half also support it. So that is a split, that is an area um, that represents some division, and and really that is sort of the last uh, area of, of opposition to this, is among about half of current gun owners. Now, when you look at how many gun owners you have in the country and how many among them that half are are opposed to a ban, um, you're talking about a fairly small segment of the population. doesn't make their opposition any less intense or any less real, but we are talking about a, a fairly small segment of the population. And indeed, here's something that struck out for me. You know, usually on a lot of these issues, you see some big political divides, right? So liberal voters, NDP voters uh, go one way on an issue. Uh, Conservative voters go the other way on an issue. On this issue, and again, we're not talking about handguns. We are talking about assault-style military weapons. 60% of conservatives say, yeah, ban them. They should be banned. Interesting. How did it break down when it came to age and gender? I I, I suspect that there might have been some divide there. There is some divide, uh, but when you get numbers, uh, Jillian, that, that that reflect nearly 80% of the population, the divides are fairly minor. So yeah. breaking it down, you do see more and more intense, stronger support for banning these types of weapons among women across the board, across all age groups, as high as 93% among middle-aged women. Um, but, you know, men aged 34 to 55, uh, men over the age of 55, strong majorities also support that ban. What's interesting is young men between the ages of 18 and 34, again, divided on this issue. So half of them say yes, ban them. The other half say no, don't ban them. Now here's what's really interesting, because I said, hmm, I wonder if there's a correlation between gun ownership and these younger guys. Yeah. There isn't. 70% Ugh. of these younger guys say they've never owned a gun. 
Hmm. Um, you know, a, a news release, uh, a statement from the provincial government here in Alberta just came out um, uh, in response to the announcement uh, today. And uh, Premier Jason Kenney and the Minister of Justice, uh, Doug Schweitzer, saying, you know what, what they, what we'd really like to see is is that we need to have stronger rules, tougher mandatory sentences for criminals who endanger Canadians with the use of illegal guns, um, that we need to, you know, uh, to tackle smugglers and drug gangs that plague our society. And I know the Prime Minister today and Bill Blair said today that there would be more stricter rules coming on that, like getting guns and all that sort of thing. What did, what what did the polling say on that about wanting some tougher rules and wanting the government to do more when it comes to the to the other side of it, not just owning and buying weapons? So when it comes to general laws around uh, the acquisition of weapons, and again, mm-hmm. that's a more general question, so not necessarily assault-style weapons, but, yeah. but all weapons, um, you know, what you find is that Canadians are pretty divided. And gun owners, non-gun owners, you have about uh, f- uh, about 50% of the population saying, actually, we think the current laws around owning and maintaining and storing your gun are strict enough. They're, they're about right. And you've got a lot of folks saying, you know what, they're too strict as it is. So, you know, what I think we're going to see happening over the next little while, as with most policy changes, is there will be a little bit of politics played. And there will there will be a yeah, but around, yeah, we've got to crack down on, on the gangsters that are, that are finding and using these weapons. We've got to come down hard on the importation. I don't think many people would argue with the need uh, for that, with the need for a crackdown around those things. But as I wrote in my piece, um, the Liberals, if they are going to uh, look at hardening the line over the rules surrounding general gun possession, general gun ownership, they need to do so fairly carefully because you do have a lot of responsible gun owners who store their guns properly, who lock them up, who get the education and training, who want them to to be fired in a controlled environment, either for a purpose like hunting or carefully for recreation, i.e. at a gun range. So, you know, uh, that part needs to be done fairly carefully. But when, when you're talking about and dealing with the kinds of weapons, again, that are solely for the purpose of violence, of killing people, um, I think a fairly strong and clear mandate for this government, or frankly any government today, that says uh, Canadians are on side, we don't actually need any legality around owning these types of weapons. Shachi, always great to talk to you. I appreciate your time this afternoon. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Be safe. Yeah, take care now. Again, Premier Kenny and uh, Doug Schweitzer, the Minister of Justice, in a, a release that just came out, says today's order by Ottawa does little to target criminals. Instead, it is singling out law-abiding Canadians who purchased their property legally, have owned these items safely for years, and who have committed no crimes.